2017. These are podcast listeners. They're sophisticated people, Sean. Don't insult. <laughs> our, don't insult them. Howdy! You're listening to Come and Take It, a talk show about Texas by Texans, where three friends born and raised in the Lone Star State share views on the history, culture, and just what it means to be Texan. I'm Mike Zolkowski. I'm Sean McIver. And I'm Scott Ulfstrom. Houston has had a long history of producing amazing soul, blues, jazz, and funk music. Before, we looked at the history of the legendary Peacock Records. But this week, we're going to look at a few more Houston soul and funk legends. Archie Bell, Billy Preston, and the Cashmere Stage Band. But first, what is your favorite Texas historical moment from the podcast? Well, I, I'll go first. I'm going to go with uh, the charge at San Jacinto at that morning, uh, way back in April 1836, when when the Houston led his men across that field to lead to Texas independence. Well, I would say, um, if it were a real moment, I would say my favorite was when Santa Ana Hill, uh, hid in the caves um, under San Jacinto when... Uh, after he had been routed. But since that didn't actually happen, um, I will say it's the, the Texas City explosion uh, that we talked about. Um, of all the things that we talked about, that's probably the one that has had the most uh, direct impact on my life. Uh, when I was growing up, it was something very local and in some ways personal to uh, my life. So um, I, I will go with that one. I mean, I'm going to go with the fracas at Dalyville back in episode 11. Check the archives, folks. They're free. Um, it's one of those stories that when people ask me about Texas history, it's like it's such a little-known story that so encompasses the wildness of that early frontier life in Texas and just, you know, the assassination of two sheriffs uh, <laughs> and kind of his whole family. Uh, and then the fact that it has a cool tie-in to, you know, the Nolan Ryan Express. And that uh, we wouldn't have the great picture word for uh, if a bullet was a few inches this way or that way. So it's one of my faves. We've talked about the amazing legacy of soul, blues, and funk music that's come not only out of Texas, but out of the city of Houston. From Gatemouth Brown and Peacock Records to Joe Tex and his legendary hit, I Gotcha, to rap legends The Ghetto Boys to today's reigning queen of pop music, Beyonce. Houston has made its mark on music history. Now today we're going to talk about a few more surprising and classic Houston natives, some you may not know very much about, but all of whom shaped the classic Houston sound. Archie Bell was born in Henderson, Texas, up in northeast Texas, but he moved to Houston at a very young age. Archie is the older brother of the lead vocalist of Motown's Daz Band and World Karate Champion, Jerry Bell, and another brother of theirs, Ricky Bell, was an NFL player who died tragically at a young age from a very rare disease. Uh, Mario Van Peoples played him in an early 1990s TV movie uh, that made my entire family descend into tears when we watched it one Thursday evening. Uh, so you should go check it out. It's actually a really good movie. Um, at any rate, Archie grew up in a musical family, and they played it in various bands throughout high school. He eventually found success, though, with a group that he formed in 1966 with his friends James Wise, Willie Parnell, and Billy Butler. This group, called Archie Bell and the Drells, signed to local label Ovid in 1967, and they recorded a number of songs, including She's My Woman and the song Tighten Up. 
This was at the first of several sessions in which the Drells were backed by the instrumental group, the Texas Southern University Tornadoes. Bell's promoter, Skipper Lee Frazier, had been unsuccessfully trying to push a single from the band, but on the recommendation of a friend, played the B-side, Tighten Up. It became a hit in Houston before it was picked up by Atlantic Records for distribution in April of 1968. By that summer, it hit number one on both the Billboard R&B and Pop charts. It also received a RAAA golden record by selling one million copies. According to the Billboard Book of Number One Hits by Fred Bronson, Bell heard a comment after the Kennedy assassination in Dallas that, quote, nothing good ever came out of Texas. Bell wanted his listeners to know, quote, we were from Texas and we were good. Amazingly, the genesis behind Tighten Up came from a conversation Bell had with Butler. Bell was despondent after receiving his draft notice, and Butler tried to cheer him up by demonstrating the Tighten Up dance to Bell. Bell asked Butler what it was, and he told them the name. Then they put together the famous track with the Tornadoes during their recording session. The song hit number one after Bell had already been inducted into the U.S. Army. He wasn't in the service for long, though, injuring his leg in a truck accident while stationed in Germany. He returned home, and the success of the single prompted Atlantic to push hard to release another full album titled I Can't Stop Dancing, which reached 48 on the Billboard R&B charts. The band never really repeated the success of Tighten Up, although they had modest success with other singles, including Soul City Walk and Let's Groove. The Drells officially broke up in 1980, and Archie had a modest solo career, but since the 1990s, Bell has reformed the Drells for reunion tours and nostalgia festivals. It's a really fun song to listen to. It's a great song. This is one of those like classic rock staples that I remember growing up, and, and right there in the, you know... This is Archie Bell and the Drells, and we from Houston, Texas. And I was like, I love, uh, and I just remember being like, ooh, ooh, somebody from Houston, Texas is on the radio. Yes. It's funky, too. It's a great song. It's, got, it's, it's a great track. Now, the next artist, like Sly Stone, was only born in Texas, but grew up elsewhere. Still, he had a profound and remarkable impact on the history of popular music before battles with personal demons cut his career short. Billy Preston was born in Houston in 1946, but moved to L.A. at a young age. He was a child prodigy, able to play multiple instruments without ever taking any lessons. At the age of 10, Preston was playing organ on stage backing gospel singers such as Mahalia Jackson, James Cleveland, and Andrea Crouch. When he was 11, he appeared on Nat King Cole's national TV show singing the Fats Domino hit, Blueberry Hill. He appeared in the W.C. Handy biopic starring Nat King Cole, St. Louis Blues, playing Handy at a younger age. At 16, he joined Little Richard's backing band, touring the United States and the world. He met the Beatles in Hamburg, starting a long friendship with the soon-to-be-famous band. He recorded several solo albums, and he also played with Sam Cooke and Ray Charles. By the time he was 20 years old, he was one of the music industry's most in-demand session keyboardists and songwriters. Preston is one of many people referred to as a, quote, fifth Beatle. During a break in the Let It Be recording sessions in 1969, George Harrison quit the band and walked out, a common occurrence during that period in the band's history. He walked across the street from Abbey Road Studios into a Ray Charles concert where Preston was playing organ. Harrison convinced Preston to come back to the studio the next day where he hoped Billy's musical talent and gregarious personality would calm the tensions between the band. The tactic was a success. 
The result was not only finishing the Let It Be album, including filming the famed rooftop concert to support it, which was the Beatles' last public performance, but Preston also contributed to many songs, which later became the looser, more harmoniously produced album, Abbey Road. The Beatles thought so highly of Billy Preston that John Lennon suggested making him an official member of the band, though Paul McCartney vetoed it, saying it was hard enough to get agreement with four members, much less five. The single for Get Back, though, was credited to the Beatles with Billy Preston, the only song in the band's catalog to be credited to any collaborator. He later appeared as Sgt. Pepper in the 1978 film Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, singing Get Back in the finale. Preston signed with the Beatles' Apple Records in 1969, recording solo albums and appearing on solo releases with George Harrison, Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr. He left Apple in 1971 and signed with AM Records. In 72, he released the funk instrumental Out of Space, which hit number two on the Billboard charts and won a Grammy. For the next two years, Preston hit the height of his solo career. He had massive hits with Will It Go Round in Circles and Nothing From Nothing, both of which hit number one, and also song Space Race, which reached number four on the charts and was used as the commercial break for American Bandstand for the remainder of that show's run. He performed both of his number one hits as the first musical guest on Saturday Night Live's premiere episode. Preston also continued through the 1970s to be an in-demand session artist, appearing and recording with the Rolling Stones and serving as their primary touring pianist from 1973 to 1977. He appeared on many of their albums until the early 1980s. He also wrote You Are So Beautiful, which was a number one hit for Joe Cocker. His solo career declined in the late 70s, but he was still able to work extensively on session work through the 80s. By the early 90s, his career suffered from extensive personal problems. Drug and alcohol addiction, which were the result of childhood abuse and internal conflicts about his own sexuality, led to arrests for insurance frauds and the assault of a teenage boy. He served time in rehabilitation and house arrests, but he did clean up his life. In the late 1990s and 2000s, he was able to return to session and touring work with his friends and his colleagues. He died in 2006 due to hypertension and kidney failure after several years of poor health. The last Houston funk soul legends are probably the greatest band none of you have ever heard of. The Cashmere Stage Band was a long-running band program at one of Houston's predominantly black neighborhood high schools and was the brainchild of music director Conrad Johnson. From 1968 to 1978, one of the tightest, most amazing bands in the country was made up of high school musicians who revolutionized the competition stage band world. <clears throat> who revolutionized the world of competition stage band. Such a good documentary. Cashmere High School is located in a neighborhood known as Cashmere Gardens in Houston. Music teacher Johnson attended an Otis Redding concert in 1967 and was inspired to translate the style of the concert into a program he could sustain at the high school in order to create opportunities for his student musicians. From this genesis, the Cashmere Stage Band was born. Despite the fact that many of the students had minimal musical training, Conrad's strong jazz background and keen musical ear was able to help set up the program for success. He the key desire was to provide the students with a reason to become invested in the program, and he did so by having them lay arrangements of popular soul and funk songs of the day and to break the stage traditions of the stage band competition circuit. Now at the time, stage band competition focused on musicianship and adherence to jazz and pop standards. 
think Lawrence Welk, Benny Goodman, big band, young people sitting on stage wearing tuxedos playing boring music. At their first competition, the Cashmere Stage Band produced an elaborate and intricate performance featuring funky and electric renditions of Zero Point, Boss City, Burning Spear, and Superbad. They won competition after competition, including nationals in their very first year. The teenagers in the Cashmere Stage Band produced a sound equal to that of the contemporary funk bands, the JBs and the Barcades. Between 1969 and 1978, the Cashmere Stage Band won 42 out of 46 contests in which they were participants and were voted Most Outstanding Band in the Nation at the 1972 All-American Stage Band Contest, which was held in Mobile, Alabama. In 1969, the Cashmere Stage Band recorded eight albums and three 45 singles on Johnson's own Cram Records label. They toured Europe in 1973, and that year Houston's mayor designated an official Cashmere Stage Band Day. In 1975, the band toured Japan. More importantly, Johnson's students gained valuable performance experience. While some band members went on to become professional musicians, most made their livelihoods in other careers. After more than 30 years of teaching jazz and music in Houston schools, Conrad Johnson retired in 1978. This brought an end to the Cashmere Stage Band, although the legacy that he created continued well into the 21st century. Cashmere High School became home of the Conrad O. Johnson School of Fine Arts, a Houston ISD magnet school program. Furthermore, the Cashmere Stage Band's recordings have been in high demand, especially by hip-hop DJs and producers. Original albums have sold for hundreds of dollars, but the funky beats and riffs found within them are totally worth it. In 2006, an amazing compilation called Cashmere Stage Band, Texas Thunder Soul, 1968 to 1974, was released, featuring both live and studio recordings. In February 2008, 30 original members of the Cashmere Stage Band through the years, all in their mid-50s, reunited for the first time in over three decades to pay tribute to their legendary leader, Conrad Prof. Johnson, who was 92. Professor Johnson died a few days after the reunion concert. The story of Prof, the exceptional music program he built, and the historic reunion of his former students was captured in a feature-length documentary film, Thunder Soul, which was narrated by Jamie Foxx. It was released in theaters on September 23, 2011. That film is incredible. Yeah, I need to look that up. It's an incredible that. documentary. Like it will is a life change. It's one of those life changing documentaries. Um, and you see just the passion of that guy, and you see like just how much that music moved. And when you watch like some of the footage of that band, you just you're just blown away to like see that these are high school kids, right? Yeah, and, and it's just it's incredible. Oh, I actually own this album because uh, a coworker of mine was part of the Cashmere uh, Stage Band in the early 1970s when he was in high school. He gave me this seat, didn't give it to me, just he handed it to me and said, hey, you need to listen to this. And uh, we were talking about jazz music and stuff. He said, you need to listen to this. And so I listened to it and I was like, this is amazing. This is the most, it was one of the most amazing albums I've ever heard in my entire life. Just the music is so tight and fantastic and and actually it, it the barcades is a really good comparison to the type of band that it is because it's like that that loud just funky tight soul sound soul funk sound well let me just throw this out for people who don't know who the barcades are like really yeah. that's a that's oh, another they played on everything they played on oh, everything you know. you know yeah these guys just they were 
it's really a cool story too because it just seems like such an obvious thing of oh you know we're gonna make these kids play music maybe we should make it you know something in, they like something they like <laughs> and make it <laughs> in, make, it, make it something yeah. exciting to watch uh you know they actually right. had a lot of showmanship to what they did so i think that's really cool so big salute to that and very great that they named that high school uh for conrad Hey, I want to jump back though because we we haven't got to talk about uh, the the miracle that is Billy Preston. Yeah, I mean, talk about like you know, like kind of a touched by God kind of talent. Like that guy, he just was like a Mozart. Just he just started playing, just picked up an instrument and plays it. Yeah, and writes genius songs and write and plays genius music. So yeah, one one thing that didn't make in there was that he was just having a conversation with uh, Stephen Sills. Uh, and he said, he used the phrase, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. And so Steve Stills went off and, and wrote a song about it. You know, so he was, Billy Preston was just this, this genius guy who could write great music, but he was friends with everybody. He knew every single person in, in the music industry. And he was deeply, highly respected for many, many, many years. Uh, unfortunately his demons did for a while get the better of him. Um, but, um, just the, the remarkable story of being so talented and so respected that, you know, as the Beatles are falling apart, they're like, Hey, this guy might actually help us stay together. So why don't we make it part of the, part of the team? <laughs> and it didn't really work, but it's pretty, pretty remarkable, remarkable story there. Just, just this is participation in, in some of rock's greatest moments. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So, wow. You know, Houston should be very proud to call them the, you know, one of their own. Uh, there's some great, great YouTube videos from uh, Soul Train of him uh, performing, uh, and uh, and actually, there's the the, the Saturday Night Live uh, season one, episode one. You go go on Netflix and watch it, and or go on the Saturday Night Live app uh, and watch him perform. It's pretty pretty remarkable. Wow. Yeah. So you've got your Texas homework, folks. Yeah. I look forward to hearing about it on Twitter, on our social channels. Let us know what you think of these bands. Thunder Soul. Thunder Soul. Yeah, go to look watch that one it. Up. Go, 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 go buy it. I think you can buy uh, Texas Thunder Soul on uh, iTunes. Uh, yeah, and also get the this, this CD, Texas Thunder Soul. CD. <laughs> Download the music. There you go. <laughs> It's 2017. These are podcast listeners. They're sophisticated people, Sean. Don't insult. <laughs> our, don't insult them. Yeah, that. and Archie Bell too. Go, go buy, go buy a bunch of stuff. Go, hey, go. You know what? Go to a record store. See if you can find some Archie Bell or some Billy Preston. Hey, How about that? hey, try not to get your hipster mustache caught on the door on your way out, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps things up for today. You can find notes and links from today's show at brainstable.com. We'd love to hear from you, so like and share us on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at Texas Podcast, or get to brainstable.com and leave some feedback. You can find our show and many other great history podcasts at historypodcasters.com. Why not follow us individually, too? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Java. I'm Max Sean with two ends. And I am Scotticus. You love this show. You love Houston soul music. So tell your friends and leave a review on iTunes because that really helps us out to find listeners just like you. Want to support Texas history? Support this show financially and visit patreon.com slash texaspodcast. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember that even if you aren't from Texas, 
Texas wants you anyway. 